Are you stressed? Do you feel overwhelmed with everything around? A lot of people would answer yes, especially a lot of men. Now, one of the interesting things that's happening in our society is the relationship of technology and our stress level. You know, technology over these last 20 years has really increased. We can do incredible things right now with just a little thing that fits in our pocket. And it was there to help us and to make life easier and better. However, that really isn't the case, is it? People's stress levels have been increasing, actually. They've been going up over the years. And a lot of people think it has to do with that technology. We have greater tools and abilities than ever, yet people are more stressed out. We're seeing higher levels of depression and anxiety and all kinds of things. And men are a big part of this because of our ability as men to overload ourselves. I don't know if it's our natural Superman complex or what, but we tend to take on more than we can handle. I know I'm like that at sometimes, and you're probably like that as well. You see, men are designed to handle a lot of stress. It's the way we were made. But too many of us push the boundary and we move out into that dangerous territory of overload. So on today's show, we're going to look at the overload danger of men. We're going to look at how every man has an overload danger and what we can do about it. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad that you joined me here today. And today we're going to be talking about every man's overload danger. I don't know if you're like me, but for years, I've been one of those guys who has to make less trips. Now, get with me what I'm saying. When I mean less trips, I don't mean trips to places. I'm talking about less trips to the car or to really anywhere. You know, take the grocery store. There's something about it. I know for years I've been this way, and I'm still kind of this way, not as bad as I used to be, but I used to try to get as much as I could in one load. There's just something about it in men. We want to make the whole trip in one load. We will put, you know, 15 of those plastic bags on our arm where our hand is turning blue. It's cutting off all the circulation. We're going to have gouges in our arms for days, but you know what? We did it in one trip. You know, we saved ourselves a 15 or 20 foot walk to the car, and that just gave us victory. I don't know why we're like that. It's just a lot of men are. We don't want to make two trips. We want to get everything in one trip. We want to fit everything we can in the car. You know, it's just the way we are. When we go on vacation, you know, we're taking as much, you know, from the hotel at the time. I'm that way. I want to get my luggage. I want to get, you know, my wife's luggage. Uh, when it was all of us, the kids, I tried to get all of it at one time. And and the, the funny thing is, uh, what I'm into now is not so much caring as much, because I guess I'm getting wiser. I'm trying not to take too much. What I'm trying to do is to get into multiples. You know, I want to bring something when I travel that has multiple uses. You know, you want to buy that pair of pants that you can wear for like five days straight and they don't look bad or stuff like that. The problem is that kind of stuff is expensive. It's out there, but boy, it's not free. But, you know, for men, there's something about making one trip or trying to get multiple uses out of something. It's just the way we are. 
And, and men are just built that way. Most of us are. It's a pretty common theme among most men. And, and you know, for us, it's funny because we think, you know, well, I only want to make one trip. Why? Because you, you don't want to burn that extra calorie. You know, it's just, it's funny. I don't know why we are, but it's just the way we are. And, and we get that sense of accomplishment. You know, uh, we kind of feel like people tell us, especially if our wives said to us, you know, oh, you can't get all that in one trip. Oh, you just watch me. You watch me get it all in one trip. You can't take all that to the car in one trip. Oh, I can. I may throw my back out and not be able to walk for a week, but by golly, you told me I can't, I'm going to do it. Now, the bad thing is when men do this with everything in their life. And it's just something that a lot of us struggle with as men. We load it all on and we think we can handle it. Oh, I can handle one more responsibility. I can handle one more project. I've got time for that. But it's kind of like that thing of having too many sacks of groceries. Have you ever tried to carry too much in and one of them breaks and all of a sudden a bunch of them break? Well, a lot of men do that with their life. They overload their life and it can lead to some serious problems. And as men, if we want to live our ultimate adventure, we have to be aware of that danger, the overload danger that so many men struggle with. And we do this by understanding our tendency to overload. And then we, we plan out how to protect ourselves from moving that way. And we do that by talking about the gradual creep, the garage cleaning, and the needed questions. Okay, the first area we want to talk about is the gradual creep. Now, the truth is nobody gets overloaded on purpose. Well, I say most people don't get overloaded on purpose. Nobody starts out in their life saying, you know what? I want to burn out. I want to burn out and destroy my physical health, uh, destroy my family, have people hate me. You know, nobody usually starts that way unless, you know, you're like Ebenezer Scrooge. And even then he turned it around. But the truth is, we get into it through a gradual creep. We excuse it with our own justifications. We say things like, well, it's just for a season. And now that is truth. Some of us work in positions where there are busy seasons. Like if anyone who works in retail, they know that you can't take time off at Christmas. I've got a relative who works for FedEx. They can't take time off between Thanksgiving and Christmas most of the time, unless they're more senior, um, because it's just their crazy time. But a lot of times that just for a season excuse is a way to abuse it. It's really a way that becomes a way of life. And that's one of the things we want to be careful of, of excuses like that just for a season. Or here's one, this is expected of me. That's our way of kind of shifting the blame. You know, there may be some truth to it. You know, a boss may have put more on you, but sometimes we just kind of allow it to happen. Now you say, well, David, my boss, you don't understand, yada, yada, yada. I get that. And sometimes we all have worked for unreasonable, goofy bosses, but you can't have a talk to them. And you know what? You do have agency to eventually change jobs. Now you say, well, that job may not pay as much or things like that. And that's true. And there's some realities to that. But is it worth it? Is it worth overloading yourself? Is it worth it in all ways? Or maybe you can transfer in the current job to a different area. You know, this stuff isn't easy, but there are things you can do. 
And we have some other excuses like, oh, I'm a team player. I want to help everybody. Well, sometimes that means we're getting walked all over, that everybody's putting everything on us. Or we say things like, well, I'm networking. I need to do this for my job or my work. And again, there is truth in that statement, but we don't want it to become an excuse. Because the slow climb of addition, that gradual creep that happens to our life, is kind of like boiling a frog. You've probably heard the illustration. It's been used for years that, you know, how do you boil a frog? Well, you don't throw the frog into boiling water because he'll just jump right out. What you do is you put him in the water and he likes it at first and you turn it up slowly over time, little by little. And eventually what's going to happen is the water's going to boil, the frog's going to die, and he never knew it. And overload is like that for men. It's not like this giant hit where people jump in and say, hey, do this, do that, do the other, and you've got to do all this all the time. Usually it happens gradually, step by step. We add this to our plate. We add that to our plate. We keep thinking, I've got time. I can do it. And the next thing we know, we're at the boiling point. And overload has a big effect on us as men. Stress and its effect on the adrenaline system are, are things that are just really coming out now in studies. There's more studies about having that high level of stress all the time is not good for our health. It's not good for us in any way. It really wears us down. And that overload can rob us of our physical health, not only from the stress level, but because we're so overloaded, we don't have time to take care of ourselves physically. We're not eating right. We're not exercising. We're not doing those things we need to do as men to take care of ourselves and remain strong. And we're using our overloaded schedule as an excuse. And that's not good. That stress also kind of brings in that sense of compensation. What happens is a lot of men who are overloaded come in with this, hey, I deserve this. But usually when they say I deserve this, it's destructive stuff. You know, and the roots of many people's addictive struggles that they have came out of overload. They were trying to manage an overloaded schedule and they started doing things like, like drugs, like drinking, like pornography, and all these things kind of feed into that addictive nature. And sometimes they justify it. They'll go have affairs and they'll justify it because they say, hey, I deserve this. It hurts our relationships. A lot of marriages have broken up because of the busy schedule. All they do is, is kind of get calendars together and they're not really in a relationship. They're playing organizational games as a couple. And that's not a marriage. You don't have time to build intimacy in your marriage when you're overloaded. And I really think overload is a hidden foundation of a lot of marriages that don't make it. They say it's irreconcilable differences or whatever. I think it's a lot of times because they're overloaded. They've added too much to their plate and their marriage has suffered. It can also hurt us being a dad. We get into stress parenting. We, we do what only serves the moment. We kind of have that peace at any cost price with our children. Oh, I'll let them do whatever if they just leave me alone. I'm tired. I'm, I'm stressed. I don't want to deal with it. And that's not intentional parenting. That's survival parenting. And that kind of parenting hurts us. It's going to hurt us later because we're going to reap benefits. And they're not good benefits. They're bad benefits of that. Our kids won't have a relationship with us. And we won't have a relationship with them. And later, it's not going to turn out well. So you don't want to let that gradual creep come into your life. It's kind of like that old horror movie, The Blob. 
It's one of those things that if you let it, it'll keep swallowing up more and more of your life. So what you have to do is say, okay, I'm not going to let the gradual creep come in because I don't want to walk in overload danger. All right, the second area we want to talk about with every man's overload danger is the garage cleaning. We talked about the gradual creep of overload. Now we're going to talk about some practical things, what we can do to get rid of it. And we start by doing a garage cleaning. Now the truth is overload won't go away by itself. You know, sitting there and wishing, oh gosh, I, I wish I didn't have all this on my plate. Well, that's not going to do anything about it. Unless you have a genie in a bottle, it's not going to happen. Or the lie that a lot of us tell ourselves, well, when things slow down, well, it's not going to happen. It, we don't have a magic button we can hit that's going to slow everything down. And even when everything did slow down, like when COVID happened, stress levels actually went up in people's lives. They thought, well, when everything slows down, I'll be better. They were still overloaded with things. And what happens is we have to overcome that overload. And we do it by performing what I call a garage cleaning. Now, the reason I say garage clean is because I saw an organizational person one time and they were talking about how to organize your garage. And they said there's really only one way to do it. And that's you have to get everything out of your garage and see what all you have before you start putting it back in. Because he said, if you just shift things around, all you're doing is moving piles. He said the only way to clean out your garage, to really get it organized, is to get everything out. And we have to do the same thing in our lives. With it, when it comes to our overload, what we need to do is really figure out what are we doing? What are we responsible for? And, and what we have to do with that is I think the best way is just write stuff down. You need to write down everything in your life that takes your time and your energy. The good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is, just write it out. Don't sit there and try to justify it or leave something out. Write everything out. And you may need to get some feedback from people. You know, you're, if you're married, your wife or close friends, people you work with, and kind of say, hey, what, what do I do with my time? What do you notice that I do or don't do with my time? They may point out things you don't even realize that you do that take up your time. And then what we need to do is figure that out. Now you say, okay, Dave, I, I can't think of everything. Well, one of the things you could do is keep a time log. And that's where you take a couple weeks, maybe even a month. And every day you just keep a log of everything you do in one hour increments or even 30 minute increments if you want to. And I mean everything. You know, if you're sitting on the pot, you know, watching TikToks for 30 minutes, you write it down. Write everything down. And what it'll do is it'll show you, oh, this is where all my time is going. Or, man, this little thing that I thought wasn't that big a deal is actually eating up a lot of my time. Maybe I don't need to do that anymore. And that's what you want to do. You want to look for those things that are unnecessary and those things that are time thieves, those things that you don't even realize are taking a lot of your time. And you, what you want to do is also look at everything before you start to plan what you're going to do about it. So don't start planning before you really get a picture of where you're at. Now, that's hard for us as men. I say it and you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. But most of us don't do it because we're fix-it people. 
Men love to fix problems. It's how we're created. And a lot of times we start to fix something before we realize the whole picture. So hold yourself back from doing that. Set a time frame. Do the time log for at least two weeks or maybe even a month. Because what you want to do is just like the garage, you want to pull everything out before you put it back in. And putting things back into your life will be a whole lot easier when you see the available space, what you really have to do. And when you're putting things in your life, you want to make sure to leave some margin. And when I say that, I mean you plan things like your rest, like your recreation. You plan like your relationships. And if you don't do those things, those are the important things in your life. And if you don't do that, your task and your job will overwhelm everything. You'll say yes to a lot of things you shouldn't, and you won't be intentional with your time. And as men, we've got to be intentional. We've got to be purposeful with our time. We can't be reactionary, where we're just kind of doing it based on everybody else. Our calendar is ours, and we must control it. And it makes it easier to adjust when the unexpected happen. It's going to happen. You're going to have unexpected things pop up. You're going to have situations that you got to deal with. But the truth is, you own your calendar. No one else owns it. And you put things on and take things away based on what you know. And when you know exactly what you have going on and what your priorities are, you can assess your life. You can clean that garage out. You can get it organized. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's not. But you'll have a better picture of what you need to do. And what happens is you get better at it. You'll get quicker at assessing the schedule and the areas of overload. You'll kind of work on that. And you need to kind of set up regular reviews. You know, maybe every couple months, just kind of, okay, what am I doing that's fit? What have I added that maybe I need to take away? Or, you know, what do I need to just get rid of totally? It's kind of like that old t-shirt drawer we've all got. You know, we've got these ancient t-shirts that are barely holding on. And we still use them. I don't know what it is about us. Men love their old t-shirts. But sometimes you just got to throw it out. And, and you need to do things in your life to kind of clear out the overload. And when you do that, it's going to greatly diminish that stress that you feel. It's going to bring that adrenaline level down. You're going to feel better. And you're going to have a clearer picture of how you really want to live. And you're going to be living more on purpose and not by accident. The third thing that helps us kind of deal with every man's overload danger is understand there's some needed questions we have for our life. You see, avoiding the overload is accomplished when we learn to ask ourselves regular questions. And these questions kind of become a routine in our life and they get automatic, you know, like muscle memory. You know, every one of us has muscle memory, things that we do that we now we don't even think about. Like when's the last time you sat there and thought about brushing your teeth? You probably started brushing your teeth as a child, at least I hope you did, and and you have that same way of doing it. You know, have you ever tried using your opposite hand to brush your teeth? I did that recently, and it was a lot harder than I thought it would be. Why? Because I'm so used to doing it with one hand, and then when I switched hands, I had to actually think about it. I had to actually think about the angle of my hand and the angle, because I'm just used to doing it from muscle memory. 
There's a lot of areas in your life that you do the same thing. It's muscle memory. And what you want to do is build up a muscle memory of living on purpose. And when you live on purpose, you will naturally avoid the overload of life. And one of the ways you do that is by asking questions, asking questions of yourself. And what you want to do is think through, I'm going to give you some questions in a minute, and you want to think through them and apply them to your life. Remember that as men, each one of us is different. So we can take these suggestions and questions, and then we modify them to fit our unique situation. You see, your situation is different from my situation, which is different from the other guy's situation. Every one of us has a different life. Every one of us has a different set of gifts and abilities. And what we have to do as men is be creative with our own life. And what we also need to do is just cut ourselves some slack and keep trying things till we find what fits. You may have tried 15 ways of organizing your life and, and bringing uh, some, some kind of direction to it where you're not overloaded all the time. And maybe those 15 things didn't work, but maybe the 16th one will. See, that's why we keep doing it. And don't, don't get mad at yourself if you're copying what someone else does. Most of my growth came as I just started copying people. I would read a book and say, I'm going to do it just like the book. But eventually I figured out, okay, I like this part of the book. That fits me. Uh, this part, not so much. And you learn by doing that. So don't beat yourself up because maybe you failed in the past. Or maybe you're just copying what someone else did. That's okay. Copying actually is one way you can kind of learn what fits me. You know, we can all do it. And you can do it by copying things that you read about in a book or hear on a podcast like this podcast. And then you adjust it to say, okay, this fits me best. And so what we want to do is get to the point where we're asking ourselves regular questions. Now, why are questions so important? What's the big deal about them? Well, questions give us the power of agency. And agency is that control we have over areas. Now, we can't control everything. You can't control everything that's happening in your life right now. But you can control you. Now, we aren't animals, and we shouldn't accept the stereotype of men. You know, oh, men will be men. This is the way all men are. No, every man is made in the image of God and has incredible creative capacity. I mean, think about it. Throughout history, inventions and innovation have been made by men. So don't sit there and feel, well, I'm just a man. I just do this and do that. No, you're a creative man. You've been made by God and you've been given abilities to do amazing things. And questions help you reach that. So don't be afraid of questions. Put them into your life. Now, here's a few questions that will help you deal with the overload. The first one is, what are my priorities? What is most important to me as a man? You see, as men, we've got to know what's important to us. And a lot of times when we say, well, I think it's this, this, and this. Okay, well, it may be. What does your time log show you? You see, your time log will show you your real priorities. Not what you say your priorities are, but what they really are. And this is kind of like having that outside observer, someone who's looking at your life. Because you may say, oh, my priorities are my family, my wife, my children, God. You may say all those things. But when you look at your actual time log, it may be, well, okay, golf, hunting, you know, uh, my job, those are my real priorities. And, and that's just the way it is. 
So what you want to do is say, what are my priorities? And then look at a way to figure that out of what you're really living, not what you say, but what you're actually living. Another question is, how many roles am I currently in? What responsibilities do I have? How many different things uh, am I doing as a man? You know, I may, be, I may have a job, but I may also volunteer at school where my kids go to school, or I may help coach their little league team, or I may do this for the community or this for my church. None of that stuff is bad. But what you want to do is say, okay, is it too many roles? Am I doing too much? Am I taking on more responsibility than I need to? And a lot of us as men, what we do, because we're good at handling stress, because we're good at getting things done, we take on responsibility for things that we shouldn't. You know, you may feel compassion for somebody and say, I'm going to help them out. And so you take on responsibility for them. But what you're actually doing is you're hurting them because you're keeping them from growing. You're enabling people to kind of get by without learning the negative consequences of their own action. I've seen this with parents for years. They'll do everything for their kid. Their kid won't have to do anything. And then one day they send their kid off to college and think, oh, well, my kid will handle it. They know what to do. And they don't. They don't even know how to do their own laundry. They don't know how to do anything because their parents did everything for them. Now we say, well, that's just what moms do. Now, Dads do the same thing. And we can do that for people at work. We can do that for people in the community. I'm not saying you, you become ugly and don't help anybody. No, you serve. There are places to serve. But understand what your responsibility is, what role you're in, and what you're trying to do with that responsibility. Are you trying to make yourself look good? Or are you really trying to help other people? The other question we want to ask ourselves is, how much space are we building in our own lives? For a lot of men, filling their calendar is a sign of importance. But the truth is, busy is not a badge of honor. It actually shows that you really don't know how to manage your own time. If you're crazy busy all the time, something's wrong. So how much space are you putting into your life? And when I say space, I mean downtime. You see, if we don't have downtime, we're a lot of times missing a lot of relational depth in our lives. And I'm talking about planned downtime, like vacations, days off, special days, because these days are really the main memories of life. You know, when, when you lose a relative, do you think about how much they worked? Or do you think about what you did with them, maybe during the holidays, or during some time off, or on vacation, and those are the things we want to do. Those are the moments that really create the greatest amount of relational depth with other people. It's the downtime. So you need to build that space into your life and not fill up every second of the day. And then the last question is, if I add this, what am I taking away? As men, we're really good at saying yes, but we never say no with each yes. And I'm not saying you don't add responsibilities as you grow and can handle more as a man. We all do that. But understand that you only have a plate that's so big. And I liken it to a plate because what I do is like when you go to a buffet where it's all you can eat and you've got one plate and, and you have to pick from that buffet, what am I eating? I can't eat everything. You may try to eat everything, but you have one plate, one trip, 
What are you going to put on the plate? And you can't pile. Okay. I've seen people do that. And it's just disgusting to me. I'm one of the people I don't like my food to touch unless it's specific combinations. But I've seen people come back with everything on the buffet on one plate. And what does it look like? Well, it looks gross. And it probably doesn't taste that good anyway. And people say, well, it's all going to mix together in the stomach. Yeah, but you got to taste it on the way down. And I don't want it all tasting the same. In your life, you want to have a curated plate of what you do. Understand that, guys, you're just one plate. And the things that go on that plate are the important things in your life, the important responsibilities that you have. But sometimes we put more on that plate than we can handle, and we do it ourselves. So before you add anything to your plate, you need to say, hey, do I have room for this? Or what am I going to take off? If I'm going to say yes to this responsibility and my plate is already full, that means something's got to come off the plate. What is it? Because too many of us as men, we just keep adding and we keep overloading our life. Okay, guys, closing out the show, understand that every man's overload danger is there. But here's the deal. As men, we're the ones who take care of business. It's who we are. It's what we do. So that's fine. Be that way. Be the man you were designed to be. We all should be that. We shouldn't be passive. We should be men who, who put forth, live intentionally, live with purpose. But we have to be careful that we don't overload ourselves because that will take us out. And what you want to do is keep yourself in top shape. Just like if you were training for a race or something, you want to be in the best shape you can be. You want to be that way in every area of your life. And keeping your schedule where it's not so overloaded will help you have the energy and the awareness that you need to live a life of purpose. So you want to kind of come into it being aware of the gradual creep. Maybe that's happened in your life. Maybe you've, you've gradually added more and more and more and you need to do something about it. Well, if I were you, I would plan to do a full garage cleaning of your schedule. What are you doing? What are you doing that's helpful? And what are you doing that's hurting you? We all should do that regularly because it's so easy to get into these habits and things we don't even realize we're doing. And then you need to ask yourself those needed questions. What are some specific areas you can focus on? And the questions will help you do that. And if you want a list of the questions, you can get them in the show notes after the podcast. And what's going to happen is all of these will help you stay focused on your purpose. And when you do that, you're going to live your full potential as a man and find that ultimate adventure. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.